After 6 a.m., good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Thank you very much. Shalom Odessa! In the AM, that's uh, Raku done by uh, Ari Goldwag, of course. Uh, you heard the uh, Arye Kunstler Hafachta. That was the um, a performance from the Courtside Grill, the Kosher Halftime Show 2017. Oh, Simcha Liner was in there. 
Uh, before Ari Goldwag, you heard Sim Kalina with Vala Cole. The Ari Kunstler piece is from the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show. If you haven't seen it yet, stop depriving yourself. And to check out the uh, amazing 2017 Kosher Halftime Show, you'll find it on YouTube. You'll find it on our homepage at AlchemSiegel.com. A performance well worth watching and enjoying. Omek Hadover had Holy Fire. You heard World on Fire, done by the Moshav Band. Shlomo Artsy, Pitom Kamadam, Shir Baboker Baboker. And, of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this February the 8th, the 12th of Shvat, one week away from the summit between the President of the United States and the Prime Minister of Israel, scheduled for next Wednesday in the United States. Erev Tubishvat special is this Friday. Tubishvat is on Shabbos, so the Erev Tubishvat special will be Friday here at JM the AM. And tomorrow uh, we will welcome Nisim Black, the Orthodox Jewish rapper, into our studio. We are looking forward to uh, finally having him as our guest and uh, discussing a whole bunch of things with him uh, tomorrow morning, 745, right here at JM in the AM. 42 degrees outside with 98% humidity, winds in north at 3 miles an hour. Partly cloudy and a high of 60, believe it or not. Yeah, we're heading to 60 today. Then tonight, snow late with a low temperature of 34. Tomorrow looks like morning snow and wind with a high of 35. Now, last night I saw accumulation totals of six to eight inches. I have no idea what the revised forecast is in terms of how much snow we'll get, but uh, we are expecting the snow to start tonight and go through tomorrow morning. Yerushalayim is at 56. We're at 42 degrees here in uh, New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. I welcome everybody out there who's tuned in, no matter what method you're using to tune in and be part of this radio broadcast. If you're uh, on the app, don't forget you can comment on the app and let us know where you are, what you want to hear, and any other comment you might have etc etc as i like to say uh special guest coming up later on we will speak with uh tuvia tannenbaum he is a, a world acclaimed author he appears at congregation renat israel this coming sunday night in teaneck new jersey we'll speak with him uh scheduled for the eight o'clock hour and um a plenty more going on here on a wednesday morning don't forget wednesdays are yet another day where we have incredible programming all day long on the nachum siegel network and uh, today is, of course, no exception. We'll be followed by Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, Tova Kinech, Joanna Shepson. They are both contributing to today's program from Israel. Uh, live lunch will be done by Avrami. Our music mix brought to you by our friends at Traveler's Choice uh, all through uh, Wednesday. And uh, plenty more happening if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning as we continue. And why not another Aryeh Kutzler selection?
boat That'll bring a peace divine A legend told to young and old A gift through time The angels use this note To please the Holy One Waves of sound Perfect harmony is spun One by one all will come In selfless unity A secret core Awake once more Yes, finally A great new melody Is just about to soar And you'll be more Than you were ever before Just as one
ושאם בלוחות חזר. כי למשה רבינו בית נפילת ישראל. לאחר מכן בשובו, האש בוערת בקרבו. מי לא תמיד ידעו בקול, מי יחזור
Yerachmi Abagan, Miami Boys. An amazing Hebrew version of Mila Semelai. Great selection. Miami here with the um, Emila Shemelai. Yehuda Katz had no little shimcha. You heard Jesse Green with eighth note. Rogers Park was in there with I Believe in You. Hashem Safasai, that was Aryeh Kunstler, star of the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show. Uh, there he is with uh, Hashem Safasai off of the album Our Eyes Are On You here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It's a JM and the AM Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Six minutes before the hour. Top of the hour, we have news from Israel in Hebrew. Uh, that'll be coming your way. Tovia Tenenbaum joins us in hour number three this morning, author of Catching the Jew. He's got a brand new book out, which we'll talk about. Um, also, tomorrow, Nisim Black expected in studio here at JM in the AM. The Orthodox Jewish rapper, Nisim Black, expected in studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Friday's our era of Tubishvat special, since Tubishvat begins on Friday night. And uh, just part of a big week for us here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM, including this from uh, Eighth Day. Should I need to be? 
JM in the AM Wednesday with Eighth Day and Celebrate wrapping up the hour. We've got news from Israel coming up here at the top of the hour and plenty more, of course, on a, um, on a, what's today? Wednesday. <laughs> our Wednesday music mix later on today brought to you by our friends at Traveler's Choice. Uh, you know, we always tell you they're, they're an amazing resource. They're helping us tremendously with a big project that's going on at the end of, uh, February that you're going to be, uh, become aware of very, very soon. Uh, if you have a, uh, if you have travel for your uh, personal self, if you have travel for your business life, if you have travel for your firm, you want to call Yassir Devora over at Traveler's Choice. And we thank them for bringing the Wednesday music mix to everybody every single week here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, their phone number 212-868-8698. That's 212-868-8698. I mentioned that Tovia Tenenbaum is going to be my guest later on Sunday. He's at Congregation Renat Yisrael. Uh, in Teaneck, New Jersey, starting at 8 p.m. Information about that, contact the synagogue, and we'll talk more about it in hour number three this morning right here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Gali Tzal in the background with our news from Israel coming up. Uh, one week away from the Trump-Netanyahu summit in Washington, D.C. We are one week away, Wednesday of next week. The Prime Minister of Israel is expected. Originally, they were saying March. Now it's mid-February. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. I certainly hope it is. Uh, Friday, Malcolm Honline is scheduled to join us during our Erev Tubishvat special here at JM and the AM. So we'll get his perspective on the upcoming summit and uh, on the news in general affecting Israel and the Jewish world over the last few days. Uh, Trump-Netanyahu summit on the 15th of February down in Washington, D.C. That is the the schedule. Reminder, Shoot for Shalom's basketball tournament is this coming Sunday at the Hoop Group in Neptune, New Jersey. Your chance to win a chance to play against the Harlem Globetrotters. All the details, shootforshalom.com, shootforshalom.com. Participate any way you can. Sponsor a player, arrange for a team, whatever it is you could do to help Shalom Torah Centers. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for our Wednesdays next. We say Boker Tov from JMM. אני נפתלי לשעבר אב הבית במעון ראש הממשלה טען בשיחה עם יעל דן נתניהו ידע מה ארנון מילצ'ן שולח לרעייתו חבילות המתנות ראש הממשלה בוודאי אני יכול להיבדק על זה שתרצי ידע בדיוק מה ארנון מילצ'ן מזרים לבית ראש הממשלה שגברת נתניהו אומרת אני רוצה מהשמפניה של ארנון מילצ'ן עבודה.ראש.הממשלה.יושב.לאדם.בפטיו.ויודע.מה.יש.אותה.בתוך.כך.נתניהו.הגיב.על.אתירה.שוקשה.נקדו.בפרשת.הצוללות.ואמר.מ
עדיין לא ברור מי יגן על המדינה בבג"ץ, לאחר שהיועץ המשפטי לממשלה סירב לעשות זאת. ובפריז אומר אבו מאזן בהופעה בפני הוועדה ליחסי חוץ וצבא בפרלמנט הצרפתי כי חוק ההסדרה מאפשר גזל אדמות פרטיות מפלסטינים, ולכן הוא אינו חוקי. אנחנו נמשיך בפעילותנו בבתי הדין הבינלאומיים, הבטיח אבו מאזן, מסר כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. כוחות הביטחון חשפו רשת הברחת כספים מארגוני טרור בעזה לארגוני טרור ביהודה ושומרון. כתבנו טל אברהם. העברת הכספים בוצעה באמצעות העברת כרטיסי חיוב דרך מעבר ארז וגם דרך הדואר היוצא מעזה. בצורה הזו עבר כסף לארגוני טרור ביהודה ושומרון. כרטיסי החיוב הוטענו מספר פעמים והכספים נמשכו מכספומטים. שני חשודים מעזה ויהודה ושומרון נעצרו. לראשונה הרשות הפלסטינית עקפה את מדינת ישראל במספר השגרירויות ברחבי העולם. כתבתנו אליל שחר. לרשות הפלסטינית יש 103 נציגויות דיפלומטיות ברחבי העולם, בעוד שלישראל נותרו 102 שגרירויות בלבד, לאחר שבשנים האחרונות נסגרו ארבע נציגויות. וכך, בפעם הראשונה עקפה הרשות את ישראל במספר השגרירויות. ברשות מבינים את החשיבות הגדולה של נציגות דיפלומטית ולכן חרף כל הבעיות התקציביות עמן מתמודדת הרשות יש החלטה אסטרטגית להקדיש לנושא תקציבים. בית המשפט ברוסיה הרשיע את מנהיג האופוזיציה במעילה, כתבתנו קרן בן מרדכי. מנהיג האופוזיציה הבולט ברוסיה, אלכסיי נבלני, הורשע במעילה על ידי בית המשפט, כך דווח בכלי תקשורת ברוסיה. על פי החוק המקומי, הרשעתו מונעת ממנו להתמודד בבחירות לנשיאות בשנה הבאה. ההרשעה היום הגיעה בתום משפט חוזר בעניינו של נבלני לאחר קביעה של בית הדין האירופי לזכויות אדם, כי המשפט שנערך ב-2013 לא היה הוגן. נבלני מכחיש את הטענות נגדו ואומר כי ההליכים נגדו מונעים מפוליטיקה. והתחזית ירידה בטמפרטורות, ייתכן גשם מקומי קל בדרום הארץ ובמזרחה, לקראת הערב ירד גשם מקומי גם בצפון הארץ ובמישור החוף. אלה החדשות שעורכת רון רוזנבוים. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Friedman with Kulam Sharim. That's a good song. Uh, before that, Garrison Verobo with Bayom Hahu here at JM and the M. It's from his brand new album. 14 minutes after the hour. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening in to JM and the M, no matter where you are around the world. Love your comments. Uh, I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. Uh, the app, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, gives you a chance to uh, comment away. I want to thank Avi Seabag, all the people up at the uh, Yeshiva University Svarim sale. They're encouraging everybody up there to uh, install the NSN app and um, listen in on a regular basis to all of our great programming, and I thank him. I want to say hi to Tova Kanech. Tova's out there in our audience. Not only is she getting ready for a uh, wonderful interview with uh, Eitan Freilach and Alicia Levy, uh, which is going to be part of uh, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock starting at 9 a.m. right after JM and the AM. But she's actually tuned into JM and the AM from the holy city of Jerusalem. So we give her a special shout-out this morning. Partly cloudy with a high of 60, believe it or not. Yeah, that's where we're heading today. Tomorrow, looks like the morning will be filled with snow. How much snow? I don't know. Yesterday they were saying 6 to 8 inches. I have no idea what the update is. And frankly, it's the type of news I usually try to avoid. But we'll see what happens. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 56. We're at 42, heading up to 60 here in New York City. And again, I welcome all of you around the world who are listening in and tuned in to JM in the AM. I thank you for listening.
Solomon, Bechol Yom Shiavo. Interesting selection, huh? Off of Simchat Chaim. Before that, Rifaini, done by Avramo, Avram Fried, live in Israel. 
And live in Odessa, you heard Simcha Liner with Kanfei Nesharim. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. Plenty coming up between now and 9 a.m. Don't forget, tomorrow, Orthodox Jewish rapper Nisim Black is expected in our studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Friday is our Erev Tu Bishvat special. Mayor Weingarten will be with me in studio as we celebrate Tu Bishvat on Erev Tu Bishvat. Coming up Friday right here at JM in the AM. Remember David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Rav Zevin, Rav Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Bas, Rav Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It is one of the fundamental beliefs that just like a sin, an Avera, is poigem, it causes a certain reaction. It distances a person from Hashem. So too, tshuva, or repentance, is mekarev. It's mesakin de begam. It rectifies the sin as though it wasn't there. Emuna, that the Torah is true, also obligates us to that which is written in the Torah, that tshuva erases. Tshuva mekareves. It brings us close to Hashem. Like it says in the Talmud Bavli, Greatest tshuva, that it reaches the heavenly throne. Why is it that people after they have done tshuva, they don't feel that they're any closer to Hashem? The chisoron, the lacking, is one of emuna, In believing the words of Chazal, if Chazal tell us that tshuva erases, in this mekarev, it brings a person close to Hashem, so there's no question, not even for a moment, that once a person has done tshuva, they are completely in a different state. We find something fascinating in the Talmud Bavli, Meseches Psachim. It says that Bnei Yisrael, when they were in the midst of the Yamsuf, in the splitting of the Red Sea, they said, Keshem she'onu oilin mitzad echod, just like we are going to get out of the sea on one side, kach mitzrim oilin mitzad acher. So too, the Egyptians are going to come out a different side. The great Kedushas Levi, Reb Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev asked an interesting question. This seems to be strange. B'nai Yisrael had all the schuyos in the world. They just went into the Yamsuf with great Mesiras Nefesh. They were boiteach b'ashem. How could they be afraid that the Mitzrim would also be saved? B'nai Yisrael couldn't get out of their heart what they heard the Malochim say against them. They both serve idols. They were shvauruach. They were low. They were humble. In their own eyes, they were even worse than the Mitzrayim. The Bnei Yisrael were afraid that the Mitzrayim would do tshuva. We see the greatness of Hashem's rachamim, Hashem's mercy, because Bnei Yisrael were afraid if the Mitzrayim would have done tshuva, if they would have repented, they would have been saved, just like Bnei Yisrael. So great is the rachamim, the mercy of Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Good morning. Love to teach you, no nigga. Came down this is last year, right after Havdalah. A beautiful Shabbos. 
JM in the AM with Gershon Varoba, Kishi Latsta off of the brand new album entitled Ani Yisrael. Uh, before that, you heard the uh, uh, Ohad selection, Echad Yachid, and of course, uh, Shlomo Katz opened up with Live in Melbourne, the uh, selection entitled Eliyahu Hanavi. 13 minutes before the hour, it's Wednesday at JM in the AM. Rabbi Ari Katz is with us. He is um, the Director of Public Relations for the uh, Hezder Yeshiva in Steyrot. In addition, he is the camp director for a brand new summer camping program that's going to be happening in Steyrot. And in addition to that, uh, Steyrot has plans for an exciting brand new gap year program, which we could touch on this morning as well. Rabbi Ari Katz, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Shalom Aleichem from, uh, from Steyrot. I hope it's quiet in Steyrot this afternoon. Can you tell us that it is? Yes, and I'm happy you started with that point. I mean, we could we could laugh about it today. I mean, but Baruch Hashem, I've been in Steyrot a little more than a year right now. I mean, I uh, used to live uh, 12 years ago in Gush Katif, so this is as close to home as possible, but... Baruch Hashem, Steyrot has been quiet uh, for the last, really, two and a half years. Um, and um, it's really an incredible city. An incredible city, and the yeshiva and everything around it has really, um, you know, been a big part of that, uh, of, of what happens in the city. Yeah, you don't have to sell us or this audience on Steyrot. You have a lot of major fans who uh, appreciate the city and love visiting there. Um, just out of curiosity, where in Gush Katif did you live? So I lived in Moshev Katif. I was the Rosh Hashiva of the boys' high school over there. And uh, and in 2000, the summer of 2005, when the Hitmatkut, when the disengagement um, happened, so then uh, I personally, uh, was we stayed with our community for a couple of months. Then I went back to where I used to work in Yeshivat Karen Biyavna, which I know, Nachum, you have a connection there as well. Sure. And then we moved back to our community where we are until today in Baruch Hashem, hopefully finishing our house after 12 years almost, um, in a place called Amatia, which is a half hour north of Stay Road. Wow, very cool. Yeah, I think we visited there as well. All right, Camp Stay Road, an unforgettable summer learning experience has been announced. You are the camp director. Uh, this program is beginning for the summer of 2017, correct? That, that is correct. Rabbi, Rabbi Dolphindel, the Rosh Yeshiva here, he came to me a few months ago, and uh, like I've been saying all the time, he's a visionary, and he really strongly believes that Steyrot has a lot to offer um, a uh, you know young man, uh, high school age, uh, a summer that he really won't forget. In addition to it being on the Yeshiva campus, uh, learning most of the summer with the yeshiva guys, so getting a real taste of what a Hester yeshiva really is. He'll be in the, in really in the wonderful city of Steyrot, being able to interact with the people in the community and really give him a, a complete summer Israel experience. All right, this is made for uh, young men who are post-10th grade, but it doesn't necessarily mean only that year, right? You're looking for any... Right. Uh, high school age. Exactly. We're, we're looking for anyone really post 9th, 10th, or 11th, post 12th, since they're probably coming to Israel anyway the year after. Usually they don't come to camp in the summer. But yes, we're, we're definitely looking for boys who are finishing, uh, you know, a grade in high school and want to have an Israel experience. There are a lot of programs out there, very good programs, and, and uh, we all know about them. This, I think, is something unique that it's going to be for, for in an Israeli uh, environment. 
uh, being able to better your Hebrew, of course, being able to uh, experience a real Israeli community, the culture, and some really great learning and to improve your, your learning skills as well. All right, the Torah study is something that uh, you certainly can stand behind that. The yeshiva is amazing. You have incredible rabbanim, and you'll be uh, featuring some of the Torah personalities that we know from this side of the world, including our Michael Rosenzweig and other visiting rabbanim. So the learning uh, we are uh, quite confident is going to be amazing. Uh, the activities, uh, when you're in Steyrot, you tend to do a lot of very interesting and unique things, uh, from meeting Knesset members to IDF commanders, uh, to the mayor of Steyrot, to Ulim in different parts of Israel, Shabbatot in other parts of Israel, not just Steyrot, but Yushalayim, Tzvat, and others. And then it comes to sports, because you know how important that is uh, to the youngsters in this audience. Um, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'll give you an opportunity to answer it, Rabbi Katz. Uh, does Steyrot and the yeshiva have the facilities uh, to uh, support a, uh, a serious sports program? Yes, yeah, so it's unbelievable. I mean, when I first came here, you know, I, I would ask the same question. Right directly across the street from the yeshiva, from the yeshiva campus, there are brand-new basketball courts, soccer fields. The yeshiva, and that's what I'm going to say now, a sentence which really maybe describes the uniqueness of the yeshiva, is helping the city build a park. And Baruch Hashem and everything, Gamzu Litova, though what's already ready in the park are the basketball courts, the hockey courts, the soccer fields. So really have a you know, very convenient, uh, state-of-the-art new uh, sports facilities that are just waiting for these American boys to come and enjoy. I can't wait till you have to explain to the Israeli children what hockey's all about. <laughs> now, <laughs> now this is, that would be also beautiful. Look, since it's outside, you know, you know even to have you know, the kids in Stero come, you know, they, they deserve a little bit, you know, to be able to relax in the summer. And, you know, Mirza Shem, that's one of our objectives is to make that kesher between uh, these the young American boys with, uh, you know, the local residents of Stay Road itself. Are you going to be using the new dorms that we saw? We saw new dorms that are really... Uh... Yes, all the, all the dormitories are new. All the dormitories, of course, are uh, highly protected. A, you know, if, God forbid, anything does happen. But Baruch Hashem, like I said, uh, it's quiet now. But everything, everything is new. Dormitories are really very, very, very nice. The dining room as well. And it's a campus. It's a peaceful, nice campus in the middle of the city. So the guys also have that. Whoever will come here and enjoy, they'll be able to just walk outside with the supermarket and a, and a makolet and, and, you know, really experiencing living in Israel. Uh, and uh, that's one of our objectives. And, you know, when you're in the Steyrot, I could brag a little bit about it, that the Hesti Yeshiva in Steyrot, uh, has really another two campuses besides the campus that the boys will be on here. There's one, another campus a few blocks away, another campus in Kirat Gat, and a total of 800 students. You're talking really about the largest, one of the largest history she votes in the country today. So I think when a boy will come here and spend the summer, I think he'll see why. Uh, the dorms, by the way, did you mention, if I'm not mistaken, are air-conditioned, which I know it's important to... Uh, air, of course, uh, everything is air-conditioned. The midrash, the dorms, the dining room, everything. All right, Rabbi Ari Katz is with us. The brand-new, exciting summer program for Yeshiva High School boys has been announced. It's on the beautiful campus of the Yeshivat Hezder in Road. Plenty of activities, plenty of sports, plenty of learning. Uh, you can get more information by going to the web, stayroat.org slash campstayroat, stayroat.org, S-D-E, R-O-T dot org slash camps they wrote. You can also learn about this uh, unique opportunity for your uh, sons out there by going to an open house. There'll be an open house in Teaneck a week from tonight on February the 15th at the Landa Home on Warwick Avenue. 
Out in West Hempstead, New York, they'll gather on Thursday night, February the 16th, at the Levy Home on Berry Court. And out in the five towns on February the 19th, which is a Sunday night, they'll be at the Goddessman Home on Briarwood Lane in Lawrence. Information, you can call 718-650-6091. That's 718-650-6091. Or again, you can uh, just go to the website, stayroad.org slash campstayroad, stayroad.org slash Camp Stay Road. Uh, Rabbi Ari Katz, a word about the uh, gap year program. Does it look like in the near future, Stay Road, the Yeshiva and Stay Road will be offering something to those outside of the uh, state of Israel? Right. So, so we're also learning again. This is I give the credit to Rafael over here. He when I started working here, he really wanted and is interested in getting guys to come here for their year in Israel. We also know, Nachum, that there are a lot of places out there, a lot of Yeshiva Baruch Hashem with a lot of programs. Right. Here also, I think what we're offering is something a little different, is an Israeli, total Israeli Yeshiva. You know, we don't want to, we don't, uh, we want the boys to be really integrated with the Israelis. Uh, we're looking for, again, a guy who wants to spend the year in Israel, high-level learning, at the same time experiencing Israel, you know, learning mostly in Hebrew. Of course, there'll be Ulpan as well. But, uh, you know, the idea here is to get a guy who wants something a little bit different, um, out of the box, and so, somewhere very special, to able to, able to spend a year. And, you know, we're, we're open now. I mean, when you said anytime soon, like the next day, we already have one American boy who's learning here. He's really his second year in Israel. Yeah. But we're looking for more. So it's not too late to sign up. And, uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, I promise him a great experience. Oh, so if someone wants to come for Elul, it's, uh, the, come on down, huh? Definitely. Right, definitely. Great. Definitely, right. uh, that, that, that's, uh, that's, uh, we would be very happy, uh, and, uh, Elul or any other time, though, thank God one of the things that, that whatever comes here, we'll see. We have people visiting us, Baruch Hashem, we're on the map, and we have people visiting us all the time. Every, different people, different backgrounds, but there's always, because that's also part of my job, taking the people around, stay wrote, the yeshiva, talking to him about the, what, what happens, what goes on here. So, Baruch Hashem, uh, we're always welcoming people who want to stop by, visit, and, uh, and uh, that, that, that's something which we're, we're very, very proud of today. All right. You can reach out by Ari Katz regarding the camp, regarding the gap year program, uh, camp at stayroat.org. You can go to the website, stayroat.org slash camp, stayroat, and you can call in our area at 718-650-6091. That's 718 6091. Again, a week from tonight, they'll be in Teaneck. On the 16th of February, they'll be in West Hempstead. And on the 19th of February, they'll be in the five towns. You can learn about all uh, that uh, they have uh, to offer in the summer camping experience in Stay Road. Rabbi Ari Katz, we wish you the best of luck with this. Thanks so much for joining us today. And best regards to everybody in Stay Road. Thank you, Nakar Fendel. Also, appreciates everyone that comes down here. And people who come here over the summer will really get to know him. He'll, he knows really every guy in the yeshiva. He'll, get, he'll be able to learn what the boy's coming. So, you know, Baruch Hashem. Uh, yes, I know Rabbi Fendel, and I believe that wholeheartedly. He's amazing. And I thank you for joining us. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on our beloved NSN app. I'm 
Oh 
morning. It's JM in the AM. It's Igdadya with Hallelujah. Avramo had Yodati off of Bring the House Down, Hashem Melech, done by the cast of the Waterbury Yeshiva album. Well, on the uh, 20th anniversary of Mask, Mothers and Fathers Align Saving Kids, uh, there will be a 20th anniversary breakfast buffet uh, hosted by the one and only Jay Booksbaum. It's happening on uh, February the 12th, this coming Sunday, beginning at 9.15 at Bison and Bourbon, which is located at 191 7th Street in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, guest speaker, Charlene McRae, First Lady of New York City. Hakar Satova Award to Assemblyman Dove Hikind. And um, Therapist Appreciation Awards to Rabbi Tversky and Tabasi Rosenblatt. Whenever we need a spike in ratings, we always turn to this gentleman to join us. He is the host of the Mask event. And, of course, he is also the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. He's the one, the only, Jay... Books, bam. A little bit of a different role for you this coming Sunday morning. I know you've always been a big advocate of the work that Mask does. Uh, you'll be hosting the event on Sunday. I, you know what? I would like to think that everyone who shows up is going to be hosting Mask. Nice. Um, you've seen them. Pre- like the, and what's a wine person doing promoting Mask? I mean, it sounds crazy, right? Yeah, that does actually. <laughs> you've pointed out the absurd, Mr. Bookshelf. <laughs> the absurd. <laughs> But uh, the the reality is you've seen for 20 years the work that Ruchama Klapman and her staff and volunteers have done. And uh, it's, I mean, we could sit here all day telling stories about them, right? Brenda, my lovely wife, was one of the first intake counselors. And in those days, you know, there were a few hundred people a month, you know, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five a day. I mean, they've now done something like 25,000 family intakes over the years. Uh, but what's really scary, my mother always told, taught me that, you know, Aleah Shalom, that you should always look at things through rose-colored glasses. But what's really scary, and I, I do want to spin this into a rose-colored glasses thing, and that is, is that just in the last year alone, we buried, literally buried, I, I want to get this out there so that, you know, we can have the, frankly, the shock value We've buried over 100 Kinderlach, 100 young people in the last year. Wow. Up until, uh, it, it's just scary. And since Rosh Hashanah, from what I understand, it's been like 30. And this is, you know, what the nice, the, the rose-colored glasses part about this is, is that we, you, I, all of your listeners can turn that into not 30 to 3 or 100 to 10, but 100 to 0. And all we need to do is, is become more aware and just call them. When you see a problem, when you hear of an issue, you know, they have the support to give professional uh, access to, you know, the whole family situation, whether it's drugs or alcohol or abuse or, you know, discord, whatever, uh, to give the whole family the support that it needs so that these 130 turn into zero, Nishamas, and this is this is really the important thing. I mean, I know that um, uh, that the I mean, when you say you know you should call, it applies to everybody, obviously, but family members, especially parents who just don't know what to do at this point, or even before you get to that point, a mask, right. mask is there to answer questions, to speak to you confidentially, uh, to you know get a plan of action in place, and like you say. Uh, th- there is some positive because th- the numbers are are horrifying, obviously, but there's positive in the other numbers, the number of families and the uh, children who've been helped 
uh, because of the work of mask. And that's reason enough to come on out on Sunday and pay tribute to them on their 20th anniversary. Uh, you have to, have to, really have to. And, and we're very grateful to Bison and Bourbon. Yeah, Bison and Bourbon on 7th Street in Brooklyn will be hosting. Now, now uh, the First Lady of New York City, Charlene McRae, has made a uh, one of her uh, one of her agenda items, certainly in office, has been kids at risk. If she's recognizing the work of Mask, then uh, it's got to have quite a reputation in New York City. You know, one of the things that I love about, I, I don't know her at all, and, and I, I'm really waiting anxiously to hear her speak, but one of the things that I do know about her is, is that she has a child who was a kid at risk. And, and, you know, once you become a kid at risk, you always have to be on top of it. But she has a child who was a kid at risk, and she's screaming it from the rooftop. She has no problem, and neither does her daughter, talking about it almost incessantly. And that's because the, the biggest thing often in our own Jewish community that we miss is that we don't want to talk about it. Right. It's not happening here. Right. It's, you know, and that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Talk about it, you know, uh, ask for help, get the help uh, way before. Don't wait until it's too late or not, it's never too late, but don't wait until it's far, you know, far along. Uh, there's so much good support out there, and, that, and that's, that's so I'm very excited about. Yeah, that's the positive part. Breakfast starts 915 this Sunday at Bison and Bourbon on 7th Street in Brooklyn. Mazal Tufts with Assemblyman Dove Hiking who will be receiving that car as a Tobe Award. And Rabbi Tversky and Bossy Rosenblatt, the Therapist Appreciation Awards. You get to come out here, the First Lady of New York City, and share uh, and, and listen as parents share their personal journey uh, and how Mask has helped them over all these years. Uh, the, the donation is quite reasonable. It's a $100 donation for Sunday's event. Jay Booksbaum will be hosting Reason Enough to Go. For information, it's maskparents.org. Maskparents.org or dial 718-758-0400, 718 718- Seven five eight zero four hundred. Uh, Jay, I thank you. Look forward to seeing you Sunday. And uh, Yeshikov, you've been sure. You've been, you've been talking about masks literally for twenty years on the air. You <laughs> so. know, remember we every time we do these like twice a year things about anti drinking or being careful about drinking, right? And I talk about how it's no fun to leaning over the curb and puking your guts out. Correct. I remember <laughs> those. Those shows are the ones that I get the most reaction to. Not that there's this new winemaker in town or that we've got Rothschild for the first time or, you know, some exciting other stuff or that we got a 96, you know, uh, rating on some of our wines. But when we talk about, you know, how important this subject is about drinking responsibly and and using people like Mask to, uh, you know, to help, uh, that's when we get the best reaction. So, really, it's so important. All right. Well, uh, we wish you best luck on Sunday. And uh, big, big, big support, I pray, for the people at Mask. Maskparents.org, 718-758-0400. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. He's amazing, everybody. Jay Booksbaum, number one kosher wine sommelier year on planet Earth. And he hosts the event for Mask this coming Sunday in Brooklyn, New York. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. <laughs> i 
is the name of that selection. Wednesday morning broadcast, 42 degrees, partly cloudy, a high of 60. Snow tomorrow. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? I want to thank our friends at Traveler's Choice. They bring you our Wednesday music mix every single Wednesday. Thank you, Traveler's Choice. Incredible Pesach specials to Israel, Florida, Arizona, Europe. Check them out. Plus winter specials to Israel that are pretty cool. 
Traveler's Choice at 212-868-8698. Big thank you to our friends at Traveler's Choice, Yossi Devora and their entire staff. Congregation Tomatora of Flatbush presents the Prime Minister's uh, second part of their two-part series. is coming Saturday night, The Soldiers and Peacemakers. Starts at 8 p.m., Congregation Tomatora of Flatbush on Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Check that out on Saturday night. Don't forget, shoot for Shalom. The basketball tournament is this coming Sunday. Uh, you could actually uh, play with the Harlem Globetrotters if you are the the group, the team that raises the most money. We're encouraging everybody to go to the website, shootforshalom.com, shootforshalom.com, and just uh, support uh, whatever player or team you want to make it a success. Simple as that. They have great corporate sponsorships as well. Go to shootforshalom.com. The tournament is Sunday. It should be a good one. It's always a fun day. Uh, don't forget Achiezer's dinner at the Bay Harbor Mall happens on the 26th of February. If you don't have your reservations in yet, make sure to do so. Achiezer.org, Achiezer.org, or 718, excuse me, 516-791-4444. 516-791-4444. You know about the mega mission of a lifetime celebrating 50 years of a reunited Jerusalem. Mizrahi World Movement is going to be in Yerushalayim on May 24th for Yom Yerushalayim. They have an incredible mega mission. We are part of it. We'll be broadcasting from there. It's going to be one of the most amazing weeks in the history of modern Jerusalem. Mizrahi World Movement has a uh, a, a fantastic trip. You can check it all out and join us. Go to Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Every shul and school and family, men's club, sisterhood should all be represented by at least one person, if not 20 or 30, at the Mizrahi World Movement event. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org. Slash YY50. And Avram Fried's been announced as the star for Sunday, March 5th for the Soul to Soul 15th annual concert. It's happening at the Brooklyn School of Music on Clawson Avenue starting at 7 p.m. with musical director Yuval Stupel, who's going to be in. Uh, information about the event, you can go to soul, soultosoul.org. It's soul, I, I, soul.org. You got that? Soultosoul.org. Dial 347-688-SOUL. 347-688-SOUL for more information. Plenty more coming up on this uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. Don't forget, Nisim Black is in our studio tomorrow. Nisim Black, the Orthodox Jewish rapper, in our studio tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Nisim Black, Orthodox Jewish rapper, with me in studio, 745 tomorrow morning. Friday is our Erev Tubishvat special. Coming up after JM in the AM this morning, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock, both Tova Knecht and Joanna Shepson have interviews from Israel, which will be included in the show. Avrami's going to be doing the live lunch. And pay careful attention, by the way, to our uh, Nahum Single Network Facebook page, Nahum Single Network Facebook page, because uh, we have uh, halftime commercials that are being posted there from our Kosher Halftime Show. And there's a link there to the Kosher Halftime Show if you don't uh, go to our website at NahumSingle.com. And don't deprive yourself. Make sure to watch the full Kosher Halftime Show with Aryeh Kunstler and the Evan Al Orchestra. At some point, you'll be glad you did. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
the 2017 Kosher Halftime Show. That's Arye Kunstler. If you haven't seen the show yet, do yourself a favor. Stop depriving yourself. Check it out on YouTube or go to our uh, NahumSiegel.com homepage and you'll find it there. Simple as that. Uh, the Adult Education Program at Congregation Renat Yisrael presents Tuvia Tenenbaum this coming Sunday night, February the 12th, beginning at 8 p.m. Catching the Jew here too anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism in Israel and the U.S. The event will feature the reading of excerpts from the author's books, remarks by the author about the experiences that led him to write the books, as well as a Q&A session. Uh, light refreshments will be served. Uh, it is a reasonable admission price. You could sign up in advance by going to renot.org slash event and get ready for Sunday night. Tovia Tenenbaum is the author of the uh, Spiegel Top 10 bestseller, Sleep, I Sleep in Hitler's Room. And the number one bestseller in Israel, Catch the Jew, and a regular columnist reside online in the forward. Tovia, who holds advanced degrees in both literature and mathematics, is also the founder and artistic director of the Jewish Theater of New York. Tovia Tenenbaum, welcome to JM in the AM. Welcome. Aleichem HaSholem. How are you doing? Tadaraba. It's a pleasure to speak to you. The, the, uh, Same here. The newest book is The Lies They Tell. Am I right? Is that how it goes? The Lies They Tell, exactly. And you, it, say it, you say it honestly and truthfully. And that book... That book uh, answers the question, at least based on what I read on the site, ever wonder why America has moved from Obamaland to Trumpland? If so, acquaint yourself with the lies they tell. How does that book help answer that question? Uh, very, very, very simple. I mean, uh, no matter what you believe or don't believe, uh, or whatever your political standing or not, we don't know, really know Trump. We don't know the man. We know more or less what people think of him and the impressions that he makes. And when you look at him, and from what I can tell, is that he's the exact mirror of America, is the reflection of America. First of all, how do I know it? I know it because the lies I tell, we, uh, this book was done, uh, this is the third in a series of books, and this was done, uh, the research for it and the actual uh, interviewing people started in uh, June of 15, 
and ended in uh, in 2016. Basically, during the period of the primaries and the and the and the Gatsemaise, the election year. Right. So this was an interview in, uh, crossing the United States from east to west, from west to east, north and south, and speaking to people in the thousands. Usually, I mean, I, I reside in Manhattan uh, some of the time at least, um, and being in Manhattan, you know, you know your little settle, you know your Manhattan, and you think you know America, but America has 50 states, and they are very, very different, and each one is unique to itself, and there is a collection of ideas, and there's a collection of thinking, and there are stories, and there are ways of life between Manhattan are really not private. We might have read a little bit here, a little bit there, right. but what's really going on in the country is you cannot tell by by reading the news or by watching TV. How, how many states did you visit in that period of time? Altogether, uh, 28 states plus Washington, D.C. And uh, if I would have asked you, uh, if I would have asked you on uh, November 1st who will win the election, would you in fact have predicted Trump for that reason? Yeah. You knew it. Yeah. I mean, I know it. I'm not a novice. I'm not, I'm not a prophet. I mean, but, you know, my thinking was all the time, you know, after seeing all the Americans, the Ameri- you know, talking to so many Americans, this is a Trump land. This is not an Obama land. Right. You know, but then you, you say, everybody you say, you know, it looks to me that Trump is going to win because he's America and everybody is saying to you, what are you talking about? How can you say that Trump win? Look at this. Right. I mean, the New York Times said for the longest of times that, Trump has nine percent chance of winning against you know ninety one of uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but when you talk to the people and you see you see America that is different. Right. America, the real America, the real America is terribly racist, deeply racist. The real America is so divided. The real America is fearful people, and you ask some questions about, who did you vote for last election or something like that? We'll not talk to you about it. People in America um, are different. People in America, you know, in the first five minutes, in the first ten minutes, when you interview a person, everything is nice. They love everybody. They love diversity. They love this. They love that. And everything is great. And it's beautiful. But when uh, you continue to talk to them, and, and I present myself as a German journalist, because I am such also, uh, I don't tell them I'm Jewish. I don't tell them I'm also an American. And with my accent, I can say anything, basically. And once they feel confident in you and comfortable with you, they tell you a totally different story. Well, one of the German uh, uh, one of the German news sources called you a combination of Michael Moore and Borat, and now I understand why. How did you de- thank you? At, w- at what point? Yeah, I figured it's a compliment. At what point did you discover the racism? Uh, is this is this what happens ten minutes into any conversation with an American? It, it happens like you, know, you learn on the way what kind of questions to ask as you open up. For example, I'll give you an example. I'm going to a place, you know, I'm in Philadelphia. I'm moving to New York, going to, to Pennsylvania, going to Philadelphia. And there is a place called Germantown, so I'm going to see the Germans of America. Because, after all, according to the census, um, 50 million Americans say that they are descendants of Germans. Right. This is the largest portion of Americans, you know, say that belong to one identity. Right. One, you know. And you go to Germantown, and there's not one German there. It's all blacks. And it's a hood. 
and you go there, and the first thing you see, and people ask you, they see white men, and you say, hey, you man, what are you doing here? I say, excuse me, what's your problem? And you say, you a white man. No white man walking here, man. You know, and then you start talking to them, and then you realize you you are living in a world that's like unbelievable. They tell you who's got shot here, who got shot there, how many people were shot just yesterday, who was shot this morning, and who is going to be probably shot tonight. Then you go to other places, and you go and you go and you see the real hoods. It's not Harlem, the real hoods. And I can tell you, I was in a in refugee camps. Refugee camp in the where? Midlands, in the Middle East, yeah. you know, yeah. in Jordan, whatever. And and I saw places it was, I was crying after I left them. But those refugee camps are five-star hotels in comparison to what happens in America right here and now. You cannot believe in this richest of countries, in this some powerful country that spends hundreds of billions of dollars on, on defense, 600 billions or whatever, and what's happening here is like really unbelievable. And in this, Trump is totally right. You know, the inner city yeah. is frightening to watch what happens in the inner city. Tovia Tenenbaum is with us. He'll be the guest at Congregation Renat Yisrael in Teaneck, New Jersey on Sunday night beginning at 8 p.m. Uh, Catching the Jew, we'll talk about the book in a minute. Here, too, anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism in Israel and the United States. I would assume from the title that just like you discovered racism as you, discover, as you d- discussed different topics with people across America, you discovered plenty of anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism as well. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, it is amazing to see. I mean, I didn't expect, you know, starting the journey, I didn't even think that people would know anything, let's say, about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. But hearing people say over and over again, free Palestine, especially the young, and and even in, in very red states like Montana, North Dakota was also frightening to see that. And what's worse for me, and this was a big discovery, is that the Jewish community as a whole, not excluding the Orthodox community, the Jewish community as a whole, not everybody, but the majority, are so self-hating. They call Israel, they cannot stop. Saying that Israel is an apartheid state. Well, again, you're, you're, you're again, but you're, you have a you, you are uh, you're you're basing that on the fact that anybody who is anti-Israel or calls them an apartheid state uh, would then be a self-hating Jew. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they would argue that they can you know have a, a, a that they can have a logical opinion about what Israel is or isn't on the world. Scene. I, I I have no problem with people who are criticizing this or that, Netanyahu or whatever it is. I have no problem. I've been criticizing him for that too. But this is not the only thing they say. Right. Then they say that Judaism is racism. Their own religion. Their own religion. And they say it in temples. Right. From the pulpit sometimes. From the pulpit. Yeah. So you have these Jews who say that any racism in America is the fault of the Jews. And you listen to this, and you cannot believe your eyes, and you cannot believe your ears. And you see it over and over and over again. I mean, we are like, again, in Montana, there is a place over there that if you, you know, in America, you can't buy everything for money. So you have a lot of money, and then, and then you decide you want to be a cowboy. So there, is, there are people who will do it for you. You come to Montana, and for one week, they turn you into a cowboy. <laughs> 
and then you'll get a plaque, you know, and you'll get like something, you know, <laughs> a, a paper that says that you're a cowboy. You're gonna be a cowboy, you know, you have money, so you have to spend it somewhere, right? You know, so yeah, sitting there for one time for lunch with this this cowboy for a week. And then from nowhere a guy starts talking about we talk about how to feed a horse. And the guy starts talking about the Palestinians. And the Palestinians are suffering. It ends with brutal people. That was a Jewish... Called, his, called Israelis. That was and a, I say, excuse me, are you Jewish? He says, yes. How did you know? <laughs> well, I guess that, that answers my question. Tovia Tannenbaum is with us. So you, you wrote a book, um, and we mentioned that the, the lies they tell, the latest one. But you wrote a book that, that you know, first put you on my radar, and that was the book, the book called Catch the Jew. So just, yeah. just like you described, uh, you know, traveling America and visiting 28 states, in Catch the Jew, yeah. you, are tra- yeah. you are traveling essentially to every area, if I have this right, every area yeah. of Israel and the PA. Would that be accurate or even beyond that? That's accurate. Okay. What, so, so what, you know, it's funny. What, 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 I'll get to the funny part in a minute. What type of questions do you pose in those forums that, you know, that, that led you to find out the attitude of Arabs and Jews toward Israel? It's very, very simple. Uh, since I am uh, my main publisher, my original publisher is a German publishing company called Zilkamp. This is, the, I guess, the most prestigious uh, publishing company in Germany. Right. And they sent me here and there. I you know, get assignment here and there, you know, different countries. And, and I'm also a journalist for the paper The Zeit, uh, which is like the equivalent of the New York Times here. So when I go over there in Israel, I went to Israel, and I went as a German journalist again. And the way I presented myself, I called myself uh, uh, Toby the German. You know, yeah. Tuvia is in German Tobias, and Tobias in short, the diminutive is Toby, so it's, it's honest, as they say. And then I got friendly, I became friendly with uh, all kinds of people. For example, Jibril Rajub was uh, one of my best friends. He thought I'm an original Lastly, you know, German, a good Nazi, <laughs> and, and Jibril Rajub was the guy who was in charge of, uh, he's basically the spy master of Palestine, you can say. He's doubling in, every, in dabbing in everything, he's one day he's doing this, one day he's doing that, and, and he's the Mamlich Malochim, he decides who's going to be whom. And we became very, very friendly, and, and then I became very friendly with the whole top uh, uh, Palestinian leadership. And walking there with the Palestinians, and of course, uh, many Europeans saw me in that capacity, and I got acquainted with all kinds of European NGOs and American NGOs as well. And, uh, and then I realized that uh, so many Europeans are walking either in Israel or with the Palestinians, and millions upon millions are spent every year on these kind of things, and, and, and the agenda of all of them, while they say, and their agenda is peace and stability in the Middle East. The truth is very far from it. Their agenda is to catch the Jew doing something wrong. And they do it in every possible way. Every possible way. And, and the book details what they are doing. And, it's, and the money they are spending. It, it's just amazing, amazing, amazing. And if they find a Jew who is self-hating, and, and you know, they come, they connect with him, they give him money, and assign him to the job to find a bad Israeli settler, a bad Israeli politician, what they call, or, you know, 
criminal police, criminal soldiers, or whatever it is, and you have this organization like Rabbis for Human Rights, you know, added by, at least at the time, by Eric Asherman, an American import to Israel. Yeah. And, and this guy wakes up every morning, this so-called rabbi, wakes up every morning, which one way she prays to God to find a bad Jew so he can video that bad Jew and make it public world over. Wow. It is frightening. It's frightening, frightening. So, For the, example, I saw in Yad Vashem, you know, the EU is paying people, paying organizations who take students, foreign students, take them to Yad Vashem, and then they have a guide who tells them that what they see is subjective. It's not objective. It's from the perspective of the Jews. It doesn't mean it's true that it really happened. But what is true is that the Jews are committing a holocaust against the Palestinians. And ah. they do it in Yad Vashem, and they tell them all Arabic stories of how Jews kill Arabs. Ah. This is paid for by our good friends, the European Union. And your book is full of these examples. Full of these examples. Uh, did, you, you know? did you meet anyone on the quote-unquote other side who seemed to be a sincere peacenik? Sadly, I wish I did. And I try. I gave everybody the benefit of the doubt. I gave everybody. I even gave, you know, like Gideon Levy, from, you know, the journalist from, from, from Haaretz who, who writes as a column and every week he writes uh, another Arab story of what Israelis are doing to Palestinians. And I said, and I, and I asked Gideon, I said, Gideon, do you speak Arabic? I said to him, it makes no sense. I mean, what you see is not what I see. I go to these places. You go to these places. I come up with a totally different story. How come? I said to him, do you speak Arabic? He said, no, not a single word. I said, then how do you know? That's what you are told. How do you know to tell the stories? He said, you know, I have people, translators. I said to him, you know what? How do you know that they tell you the truth? <laughs> Let me ask you something, I said to him. Gideon, for the sake of honesty, right, wow. for the sake of honest reporting, I have a crew, I have a team, I showed him, you know, uh -huh. my wife was with me all the time, you know, she does pictures, and I have a crew of video and, 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 and audio professionals, I have a team. I say, you know what, I have these people, you know, and the people that I have in the video and the sounds, they are Germans and Swiss, I say, I'll go with, I'll go with you. They record everything, and whatever they record, that will be in my book. All I need from you is next time you go, tell me, and I'll come, I'll join you. I speak Arabic. I understand. I don't need a translator. Let's do it together. Is it a deal? And Gideon says, yes, it is a deal. Next time I'm going, I'll call you ahead of time, and you are welcome to come. The funny part to me, and again... I called Gideon so many times. Just I said, Gideon, when? 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 He refused. He refused to accompany you on that. Uh... He refused to, so that I accompany him. Right. You know, I said, okay. I, I, and then I found out my way that the guy who accompanied him, you know, his, his guide, I got connected to his guide. He's the chief researcher of the Israeli uh, NGO Salem. And I hooked up with him. I went to Jenin, you know, and I joined him. And then we went to meet Palestinian and to hear all the Arab stories. And then it can't fool, fool me. It doesn't work because I speak Arabic. So he started, he's the chief researcher of the Salah. It's a Jewish organization, Israeli organization. 
and that chief researcher who finds who find reports of atrocities committed by Jews, he tells me, as the video is running, he tells me that the Holocaust never happened. It's a lie. And just imagine this. And before we leave, we spend all day together, and before we leave, he says to me, Toby, you recorded everything. But you know what goes in and what does not go in. Mm. Huh? That's uh, the media operates. Yeah. Um, Sadly, it is fake. At some point, you know? at some point, was the jig up? I mean, is it now impossible for you to pull this off if you went into the uh, Arab areas? Because you're so well known at this point? I mean, I tried a little bit. I went uh, last time, I went like three months ago, I went, but I went only to, uh, to one section. And it's probably dangerous for me at this point. Right. I mean, Jibril Rajub, after it became, the book came out in Israel. And it's in, in Israel, the book, the Hebrew book, in Hebrew is, is him and me together on, on the cover, you know, hugging each other or whatever, standing next to each other. Wow. In a lovely pose. Oh, wow. And he tried to get me to come to Ramallah under fake pretense. And I found out that it was fake. And uh, so obviously he wanted to, make, to turn me into a kosher hamburger. I would think so. Yeah, yeah I would think so. But, uh, yeah, I guess for this point, you know, especially from the leadership, that would be, I mean, the normal people, I don't think it was a problem, but I think the leadership, like Jibril Rajub, who should have known that I am Jewish, you know, I, I was even in the Israeli army, so, and that he didn't know that is probably, you know, he feels a little bit, <laughs> you know. Should, um, should have done his research, huh? Should have done his research. <laughs> yeah, but, but you understand, I, I understand why he didn't. I mean, it's like, because in that culture, you know, it's like, we have our culture, it's Western culture. The Palestinians have a different culture. You know, if I like you, and if I trust you, I don't need any Google. Right. Because I'm better than anybody. Right. You know, so he trusts their instincts. And in this, you know, and and it worked because of that. Well, you know? what would you say? And we only have a minute left. But what would you what, what would you say to to my friends in Carnet Shomron who are so friendly with their Arab neighbors and who depend on them for different things and who work together? What would you say to them about you know what's really going through the minds of the people they're with? I mean, people people like to delude themselves on the left and on the right, and, and that's a reality. You know, I mean, you have to wake up to reality. And you have to wake up to the real reality, to the honest realities, and this is what it is. I mean, these people, I mean, I mean, uh, just think of it. They, they really, they are people, the Palestinians are very proud people, let me tell you. They are not stupid. They are manipulating because the culture is part of the culture is manipulating. It's, it's part, it's the part you know, that's very funny about the culture. But if you speak Arabic and, and you come as a German and, and as the people, look, Jibril Rajub, the Israelis think that he is the most moderate Palestinian there is. They gave him a Hebrew name, Gabi Regev. Right. I mean, it's like, you know, hello. I mean, this is what they think about Jibril Rajub. And Jibril Rajub pulls off tricks with everybody. But with me, he didn't have to pull any tricks because I am German, you know, and from his perspective, as the people is around him told me, they said to me, probably... You and us are the same. We are all German. Our blood is German. The only problem is that Roman lost. 
you know what they are talking about. That who lost? Rommel lost. Oh, the Romans lost. Rommel, Rommel, the the the, the, the German uh, military guy, you know, because the Nazis did not could not cross into into Israel. That he lost. That, that he lost the war in the effort to take over the Middle East. Exactly. That's the problem. That was in the house of Jibril Rajub. <laughs> so here you go. Tovia Tenenbaum, this coming Sunday night, 8 p.m. at Congregation Renat Yisrael in Teaneck, New Jersey. Catching the Jew here, too. Anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism in Israel and the United States. He's author of The Lies They Tell. He's author of uh, Catch the Jew, other books as well. Uh, they, they came to me highly recommended by those who have read them. I thank you so much for your time. Good luck on Sunday thank night. Thank you very much, and we'll see you. Tadarabha. Tovia Tenenbaum here at JM in the AM. Wow. Someone actually gave me the book, Catch the Jew, a few weeks ago and said, you must read this, you must read this, you must read this. And, of course, it's sitting there, and I haven't picked it up yet. And then I was offered yesterday to speak with him on the air, and I said, even though I haven't read it yet, I have to find out what he is all about. And we got certainly an interesting perspective, not only what he is all about, but what some of the people he's spoken to, both in this country and in the Middle East, are all about. Uh, reminder, tomorrow, Nisim Black in studio. The Orthodox Jewish rapper visits us tomorrow at 7.45 here at JMAM. Coming up next, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock. He will feature interviews with Tova Knecht, or I should say we're, we're interviews where Tova Knecht is the host, speaking to Eitan Freilich and Alicia Levy, and Joanna Shepson, she's the host, speaking with Sharon Pfeiffer of Kav Lenoar. Live lunch today will be done by Avrami. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers, and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard of listeners sponsored digital radio around the world and the web at NahumSingle.com, on the NahumSingle Network, and of course on our beloved NSN app. And that will wrap up a very interesting Wednesday morning here at JM in the AM. Bite Size is next with Yoni Pollock, featuring interviews done by Tova Knecht and Joanna Shepson in Israel. Live lunch with Avrami at 11 o'clock. Thank you to Traveler's Choice for sponsoring our Tuesday, excuse me, our Wednesday music mix coming at you throughout the rest of the day. And to head to the Nahum Single Network Facebook update page uh, for all the latest announcements. Tomorrow, it's Nisim Black in studio here at JM and the AM starting at 745. Should be a very interesting dialogue. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.